from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. We understand that these communities uh, essentially got swindled into a very bad deal and they are stuck with it. We do need to make sure that these communities are moving to clean energy and some of them are uh, doing good things in terms of solar and energy efficiency, but some of them are actually blocking people from installing solar because they're stuck and committed to this coal plant. We know we would have to go ahead and raise our rates. And do you have any sense of how much rates could increase? Probably at a minimum 15% right off the bat, but overall we're thinking that will escalate more. So the sooner we can free them of the burden of paying high costs to Illinois' largest polluter, the Prairie State Coal Plant, the sooner we can all move on to a clean energy future. And that's what we hope that Springfield is set to do this summer. I'm Emily Woodbury. Illinois lawmakers hope to have a clean energy bill on Governor J.B. Pritzker's desk by the end of the legislative session this year. However, it's stalled due to a debate over nuclear subsidies for Exelon, which operates six nuclear power plants in Illinois, and a request to provide exemptions for the Prairie State Generating Station, which is a massive coal plant in the state's southwest corner. No vote was made during the session, but negotiations are still ongoing, even after another failed attempt to pass a bill during a special two-day session in June. Here's Governor Pritzker speaking during that session. I will not sign a bill that does not match the gravity of this moment. That means that a bill claiming to contain meaningful decarbonization measures, but does not pass muster on the details and does not move us toward a clean energy economy is not a real climate bill. Governor Pritzker's most recent proposal includes a goal to reach 100% renewable energy by 2050. To do that, his plan would force almost all coal-fired plants in the state to close by 2035. That prospect has environmental groups excited, but it's drawing concern from municipalities that are stakeholders in coal-fired plants, especially those in downstate Illinois. Towns like Breeze, which is located about 40 miles north of the Prairie State Energy Campus. And with me now to talk about it is Mayor Kevin Timmerman. Mayor Timmerman, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, how are you today? So if if lawmakers do end up passing Governor Pritzker's plan, or one pretty similar to it, and the Prairie State Energy Campus is forced to close by 2035, would your city be on the hook for payments even past the plant's closure? Or just up until? Up until. Okay. And so what would that mean for the residents of Breeze, for the municipality itself? One of our biggest things is when we got into the Prairie State uh, bonds and everything, we were uh, always concerned about reliable power and affordable power. Right now, as an overall, we're paying about 12.5 cents per, per kilowatt hour. That's a mix of uh, our residential and also our commercial uh, rates. But I'm afraid if it closes, it's going to really hurt us basically on affordable power because uh, we know we would have to go ahead and raise our rates. 
And do you have any sense of how much rates could increase? Probably at a minimum 15% right off the bat, but overall we're thinking that will escalate to more. So um, right now, you know, if you're, if you're going to base anything off of uh, in Illinois compared to like to California, California is paying probably on an average between 20 to 21 cents per kilowatt hour. I'm not saying we're going to get there, but there would be a uh, significant increase in our rate structure. Wind and solar energy are becoming more affordable than ever before, but are you thinking it's feasible for the the city of Brees to receive enough energy from sustainable methods by 2035? Can we go ahead and store that power? Do we have a technology today to store enough power to get us through these critical times when it's, say, 95 to 100 degrees outside and our grid is maxed out? Uh, can we maintain it? That's what I'm talking about right now. And it sounds like right now we're not quite there. We're not at the place where uh, we could be storing that. What I have looked in, what I've read up on everything, no, I, I, I believe we do not have that uh, sustainability. The, the Illinois Municipal Utilities Association has uh, come out against the governor's clean energy plan. They, they say that forcing coal-fired plants to close by 2035, and we should include also gas-fired plants to close by 2045, would cost jobs as well as, you know, force cities to buy energy from other states. I'm wondering, you know, is that your expectation as well, that Brees would have to go elsewhere for energy and that um, some residents in town would lose their jobs? Oh, yes, most definitely. There is a large contingent of workers down at Prairie State are from uh, the Breeze, Illinois uh, area, and uh, trying to find an- another job uh, with, that, uh, with that pay structure down there would be hard to find another one. And right now they're all sitting there talking about there would be other resources back into the, the renewable uh, markets, that there would be jobs there. And it's kind of hard. It takes a lot of people to run a power plant. But, uh, yeah, it would have a significant impact on our local economy. You mentioned that you see the overall goal for for being more sustainable, um, for reducing carbon emissions. I'm curious, what to you would be a more effective way of reaching that larger goal in Illinois in the next few decades while not putting the burden on citizens, workers, municipalities? Basically, we, we got to slow it down and make sure our, our technology is there to go ahead and, and try to increase our renewables. Uh, once we achieve that goal, uh, it would be great. Also, is there's a lot of people uh, converting uh, just like uh, there's a lot of companies around here that, that have restructured their lighting programs to LED. Uh, trying to reduce the how many kilowatt hours they actually need. I think we're going to have to take a slower approach to this. We might not be able to achieve it by 2050, but I also think uh, that uh, it can be done, and it has to be. We have to get to this footprint. Well, Brees Mayor Kevin Timmerman, I want to thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your perspective. Thank you. You have a good day. You too.
We're talking today about the clean energy proposal being debated among Illinois lawmakers. The most recent proposal, supported by Governor J.B. Pritzker, includes a goal to reach 100% renewable energy by 2050. To do that, almost all coal-fired plants in the state would be forced to close by 2035. That includes the Prairie State Generating Station, a massive coal plant located in Marissa, Illinois. The proposal has the support of environmental groups, including the Illinois chapter of the Sierra Club. And here with me now to talk about it is the group's director, Jack Darren. Jack, welcome to St. Louis on the Air. Thank you, Emily. It's great to be here. So I'd love to start off our conversation with, um, you know, we heard from a lot of our listeners today on Twitter, via email, before today's show. Um, You know, Gene in Highland, Illinois, sent us this email saying, yes, over 200 communities are in debt for Prairie State Coal. The mayors who signed on the dotted line and the city councils who voted for coal contracts were serving their communities out of the goodness of their hearts. They were not experts in the power industry. They were sold a bad investment. Coal is bad for our health, our future, and is the most expensive power available. We also heard from William on Twitter who wrote that we cannot let the state's biggest polluter off the hook. Close the Prairie State Coal Plant and pass a climate bill. I'd love to hear from you. Can you describe the impact that closing such a plant would have on the environment? Well, um, those commenters really made some great points, and they're, they're points that we're hearing from all across the state, particularly uh, in, in southern and central Illinois, that the time really is now for action on climate change. And that means that we have to get fossil fuels out of our electric sector in particular as quickly as we can. Now, we know that can't be done overnight, but the Prairie State Coal Plant is the single largest source of climate pollution in Illinois. It's actually the seventh largest climate polluter in the whole country. And so if we're going to get serious about climate change, and scientists are telling us that we're in the last decade we have, if we're going to have a fighting chance to avert the very worst consequences of climate change, we are seeing many of those consequences play out around our country and around our world right now. Uh, And those are just urgent reminders that we need to get serious about getting carbon first out of our electric sector. We'll have to look at other areas of our economy as well. But where we get our power from right now is the place we can do this affordably and reliably. But we can't do that if we're going to be exempting uh, coal polluters and particularly the largest polluter in our state, which is the Prairie State Coal Plant. So we we just heard from Breeze Mayor Kevin Timmerman. He was saying that he doesn't believe it's feasible that solar and wind power can generate enough power necessary to keep up with um, current demand. And I'm curious, you know, if a, if a clean energy bill that stipulates these plant closures is signed into law, what makes you confident that municipalities and consumers won't experience a lack of power? Well, we have seen this is happening in other jurisdictions. Yes, it's not going to happen overnight, but it absolutely can happening. It's other states are moving in this direction, other countries. Illinois would be the first state in the Midwest to do so. But it's so important that we start now because it will take 10 or 20 years to build all the clean energy we need to replace the conventional power that we have. And that means this is going to be one of the biggest job booms, particularly for southern and central Illinois, where we have good solar and good wind resource. Uh, The proposal is to build that power here in Illinois, uh, paying good wages with our tradespeople. 
uh, and to create wealth in communities that need it most in this economic revolution that this could unleash. So yes, it's going to take time, but it's going to create a lot of wealth and a lot of jobs for people that need it most. But it's really critical that we commit uh, to getting to a 100% clean energy future because this is one of the fastest growing sectors of the global economy. And those investments are going to come to places that set really aggressive goals and make it very clear that our priorities are going to be on clean energy and clean air and not on fossil fuels anymore. So if we want to bring that wealth and those jobs to our state and our communities that need it most, especially those that are grappling with the, the loss of coal plants, um, we need to set bold goals like the ones that Governor Pritzker has articulated. And do you get the sense that these are the kind of jobs that people who are currently employed at coal-fired power plants could you know, simply transfer over? Those skills would transfer to clean energy jobs? So the proposal that Governor Pritzker has endorsed, which uh, borrows heavily from uh, the Clean Energy Jobs Act proposal, really uh, centers those workers in terms of their needs, uh, training opportunities, making sure that their their benefits are taken care of, uh, that these coal plant closures don't happen immediately and overnight, but there is years of notice given so that not only the workers, but the communities that have grown to depend on these plants have not only time to make a just transition to the clean energy economy, but new support from the state, support with uh, for things like their property tax replacement, for planning, for economic development, and for cleanup of those sites, and job creation activities that can take place on them. Currently, these communities are facing that alone. And when a coal plant closes, as is happening all across our state, the state's not doing anything to help them or those workers. But this proposal really would center their needs and make sure that we put them first for for key spots in the clean energy future that lies ahead. We offered an invitation to the Illinois Municipal Utilities Association to join us, um, but no one was available. They are in opposition of the clean energy plan we're discussing today, and their director Director of Government Affairs sent along this statement saying, as community-focused nonprofit power providers, um, the IMUA is working alongside 42 municipal utilities to achieve a cleaner energy future while providing safe, reliable electricity at predictable rates for Illinois residents. They also add that they're investing in renewable energy sources at a rate that's nearly four times higher than the rest of the state. And quote, until technology can support fully renewable energy, we remain focused on reducing our carbon footprint on a responsible timeline that balances our community's sustainability, reliability, and financial needs. I'm, I'm curious, you know, how do you see the suggestion from IMUA and um, the, the city leader we just heard from that the process is good, but it should go slower? You know, have the renewable energy sources set up first and then close the fossil fuel powered plants. How, how would you respond to that in our final minute here? Well, a couple points. One is we understand that these communities uh, essentially got swindled into a very bad deal and they are stuck with it. And that's unfortunate. And the, the proposal does... Uh, look at some ways to help them with the commitment that they're unfortunately they're locked into. I am sure that they would all prefer to be out if they could. Um, I think we do need to make sure that these communities are moving to clean energy, and some of them are uh, doing good things in terms of solar and energy efficiency, but some of them are actually blocking people from installing solar because they're stuck and committed to this coal plant. So the sooner we can free them of the burden 
of paying high costs to Illinois' largest polluter, the Prairie State Coal Plant, the sooner we can all move on to a clean energy future. And that's what we hope that Springfield is set to do this summer. Well, negotiations are still ongoing. And as you mentioned this summer, I I believe another special session in August or perhaps September will be called um, to discuss this very issue. And I want to thank you, Jack Darren, for joining me today to talk about it. Thank you for having me. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.